Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to Playful Podcast, your guide into the underground scene where we discover topics on kink and electronic music every week. Don't forget to subscribe to not miss out on our next episode. We are excited to be here today with the latex fetishist Rubberhund. Rubberhund is a pup from the puppet community who lets us in on how he found his fetish and his first experiences with bondage. The moment when he understood he was a rubber puppy, we also speak about the difference between pet play and pup play and so much more. Let's get it. I am Manda and this is Playful Podcast. Do you drink from bowls then? Um, no, no, not really. I'm, I'm less of a traditional puppy, I guess. Uh, for me, I, I try to like separate like pup play and pet play, which kind of like, uh, uh, entails every kind of pet you want to, you want to play. Um, but for me, it's, it's more towards pet play, less pup play. And, uh, Cheers. <laughs> Very welcome to Playful Podcast. We are so happy to have you here. Thanks for having me. <laughs> this is going to be super fun and I think we're going to learn some new things. Let's see. I maybe. hope so. <laughs> but first of all, um, could you start with telling us what being a puppy actually means? Well, it's different for a lot of people. Um, some people kind of like being a puppy to slip into a role and like um, kind of escape your, your everyday life. And for me, it probably fits that the most. Um, but for other people, it's also like just being silly and not like too detached from their person itself. For me, it feels very uh, detached. So I'm trying to like separate them a little bit. And my friend groups are also separated. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm just like slipping into character. That's, that's what it feels like for me. So it's for you, is it mostly a play or is it like you feel in your core that it's deeper? I, I think it's more like I feel at peace kind of like, uh, and it's, 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 it's kind of reflecting on how it started for me because it, it, for me, it 
first just was the aesthetics. I liked the aesthetics. And uh, at some point, I kind of got into the idea of being a puppy and what it really means. Like just letting loose and, and don't worry too much and not having the need to talk whenever you're like around people. Like just just being yourself and like like enjoying. Yeah. Would you say you're introverted? Yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. introvert. Maybe. I mean, I'm. I've I've learned to become more extroverted by being a puppy, actually. Oh. So it kind of helped me to uh, develop in that sense. But yeah, as a kid, I was introverted. Yeah. Okay, that's so interesting that it can be healing in so many ways. Yeah, absolutely. What in what more ways would you say it has been healing? Um, it definitely helped me with confidence. Mm. Just like being myself by what I say and what I do and less by how I look because I can put this on whenever I want and I can make a change and like look different so it's more about how I act and how what I say so it kind of helped me like get more confident in myself yeah if you're like home alone and having a bad day would you put your uh, puppy suit on when you're by yourself or is that too much of a like hustle to do without seeing people um it depends. It can be a hustle, yeah. And it's not like as um, calming as it is to just like relax at home, like as similar to you watching TV or something. That's just as calming to me as to someone else. And getting it to rubber can be a lot of stress. And since I'm full on rubber fetishist, I like to get everything on. So. It can take a while. It get really, it gets really sweaty and stuff, and you need to clean it afterwards. So there's a lot of stuff involved that makes me think twice about rubbering up and being a puppy. <laughs> yeah. For those who don't know, rubber makes you sweat. A yeah. Lot. <laughs> yeah. So that's yeah. the cleaning up process. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> what What breed are you? Um, I haven't decided on a breed, and I'm not sure if if someone has to. No. Um. For me, it, it the breed is more self-defined by like having floppy ears and, and the color I'm I'm wearing, and less about the dog breed I'm trying to represent. But just probably just because I'm not as versed in dog breeds, I don't know all of them. I don't know which one represents me the most, and I don't think I'd want to f- be fixed on one one uh, a breed. Yeah. Yeah. You're the rubber hound. Yeah. Exactly. Hound. Yeah, and it kind of uh, became like. A sort of a breed because a lot of people tell me they want to be a rubber hunt so it's yeah it's kind of fun yeah uh, are you always blue black white is that your um actually the white just started so this is the first time i'm wearing my new mask with white um it started with black and blue way 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 back i originally wore green which i didn't really like mm-hmm. um so i sometimes uh, someday switched to uh, blue and I, I stuck with it i like it you found your yeah where you feel that you fit yeah cool okay but if we go back in time to when you were a teenager you said you were pretty uh introverted mm-hmm. what more like who are you where where are you from and what was it like to be a teenager for you well i technically just had a very normal life lived in a city my parents just moved twice within the city, so I didn't have to like get uh, adjusted newly or or change cities or or have new friends. So it was very comfortable for me, and my parents 
they did everything they could to make everything possible for me. That's why I had the chance to get go to Berlin and, and live the life I'm living. So I'm really grateful for that. And uh, yeah, besides that, my friends were all just normal. We were hanging out on the streets and stuff. It's tough being a puppy now because all my friends are kind of like um, more street uh, gangster kind of people. You mean people from back home? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm still friends with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, uh, but they don't understand it. They don't know it. Oh, they don't know. Yeah, it. that's what I said. I'm trying to rep- uh, separate my my uh, yeah my my friend groups. Yeah. And they don't know it, and I don't know. I'm not sure if they would understand because my family and my friends they're they're not like people who live in Berlin. They're not as open to that. They they're not as fami- familiar with that stuff. So yeah. Okay, so your parents don't know either. I hope they don't. <laughs> you can never be sure, but no. yeah, I, and I if hope they, they do. Don't. They are not avoiding the topic. Or... Yeah, yeah, they've never talked about anything. No. All right, okay. But when did you realize, or how did you realize that you were a puppy? Or... Um, well, puppy kind of started a little bit later. Actually, it kind of started with like regular kings being like into bondage and like rubber that f- started first for me, and then with. As time passed, how I can... did that start though? Oh, <laughs> um, traditional media like yeah, like yeah, yeah. Uh, TVs, uh, movies. You just and knew sh- you were at yeah. Like as a kid, I kind of like I, I wanted to see more of that and kind of made my journey and and look for stuff that that interested me, and that's how I kind of got like into the rubber and like the king community and stuff. And after some time, I think one or two years, just exploring. I uh, came across pop play and, and I kind of clicked for me. I don't know. I, I really liked the aesthetics first. And uh, after thinking about it, like I said, just felt right. Yeah. All right. So what was the, you know, the step to getting your own suit? Oh, that was actually really fast. Like, I think I was 17 when I ordered my first suit, wow. which was like just a short suit. You, but yeah. It feels like you know yourself very well. I, I'm, yeah, I wasn't afraid to like try it and get into it, sure. Yeah, because when you're 17, my idea is that you often follow what everyone else does. Uh, yeah. And you try <laughs> to find yourself, but you are like maybe you move away to see new people or la la, but that you already then be like, this is yeah. my dream. <laughs> That's amazing. Congrats. Yeah, <laughs> thanks. Really? I never thought about it that way because for me it was natural. I I didn't, I wasn't very sexual up to that 17 or, or 18. Mm. So yeah, I kind of just fell into fetish first and just stuck with it. Yeah. All right. Okay, so the, the oh. would you say uh, that you had any sexual limitations or like what? In, in did you or was it always open and free to be whoever and whatever you want within mm. your family and your friends group not really I didn't feel like I could be free that's why I think most of them don't know or mm. all of them so you created um, your safe uh, yeah. separate world yeah kind of kind of like that I, I just dodged the bullet by going to Berlin and just living my life here and not no i think none of my family and my friends are in berlin or not not really so it kind of worked out for me really well 
Um, but my family is not really into all that stuff. They they don't even talk about me being gay, which they know. So ah, they don't speak about it. No, nah, not really. And they haven't never met a partner or they have, and they're cool with it, and they accept it, but they've never spoken to me to me like. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Hmm. It. Yeah, I. It's sorry. This is off the rack. I just think I find it so interesting when people that, or I don't know if it's off the rack, but I just find it so interesting that you are a person who feel like this is who I am and like this is what I want and you are like allow yourself to experience the life to the fullest it seems and yet you are you've been surrounded by people who are not like this it's it can be cool but it's also kind of tough like hanging out with your friends and like having to watch your phone that no one's like seeing anything they shouldn't or like uh, for example you have stuff planned and you're excited you want to talk about it with friends but you can't really um, so it, it it can be a pain, but I've like I've said I've I've built my own community here. I have friends who I can enjoy the kink with and stuff. Yeah. Uh, what has it meant for you to have a community? Oh, a lot. Yeah. yeah, I didn't realize at first, but having friends to just hit up and go to events with and stuff is so much more fun, and it's way more like uh, I, I feel way more safe because it's it's hard like going to kink events and and you feel weird you don't know what's what's going to happen like especially in the beginning people are very insecure about that and as time goes on you get used to it but it's still a lot more fun with friends what isn't (laughs) like yeah Yeah. do you feel safe being a puppy in berlin yeah yeah Yeah. on the streets and such you feel safe um on the streets i I don't feel comfortable but i feel safe yeah 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 so you don't get harassed I, i was getting harassed once or, or twice okay. like some people saying something but like that's just more like a funny comment than like being aggressive or like threatening you and stuff yeah okay good I'm happy yeah to hear. millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from noom like evan who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so how did you find your community? Um, I think it just kind of grew into it. Like, I, I've met a few people online and, like, then went to events with them. Uh, one friend in particular who introduced me to all of this, um, 
really helped me get into it and brought me to a lot of events and made me meet his friends and stuff and just like that over the years it kind of grew but it took a while and i also took like a three or four year break from community and everything um but other than that it it felt natural and felt good like just connecting with people wow yeah and is that also part of the confidence you found within yourself to feel that you have a community who are like-minded? Yeah. And yeah, I can imagine it must mean a lot. Besides kink parties, where would you say you meet them? Probably online, like on Instagram, I hit up a lot of people or people hit ah, me up. Yeah, yeah, smart. There's, Instagram is a very nice platform for puppies, especially if you're not as much as into kink as i am like instagram can be very nice to just connect with people and, and because they're not as uh, nsfw like twitter is so uh, it can be a great way to start yeah uh, and you you have this uh, kind of puppy meetings together mm-hmm. That are not only party focused, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's different events like that. For example, there's an event in one or two months which is just around uh, focused around wearing your gear and dancing. There's not oh, even supposed to be that. any sex stuff or anything. Is it really a lot of fans in that room? Uh, <laughs> what like like fans? <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> I mean, so you don't you can dance because I mean, if you dance yeah. a lot, it must be really well, warm. I think it's for me at least it's not not that much of a problem sweating a lot and being sweaty as long as I'm not getting stuff dirty that's not mine if I'm like at a party I don't mind sweating bullets like whatever as long as no one's slipping on my sweat I'm cool (laughs) do you drink from bowls then um no no not really I'm I'm less of a traditional puppy I guess uh for me I, I try to like separate like pup play and pet play which kind of like uh, uh entails every kind of pet you want to you want to play um but for me it's it's more towards pet play less pup play and uh yeah yeah i'm curious to hear more about that <laughs> because uh i think it can easily be connected that it would be the same thing so can you explain a little bit more about the difference between pet play and pup play because you started out with pet play before pup play well technically it's something i separate like uh uh uh, but i'm not sure if there's actually a separation like an accepted one (laughs) um but for me it feels like pup play evolved into something different than pet play originally was or at least what i got introduced to it which was very sexually focused and very um true to the nature of the animal like horses being horses dogs being dogs not speaking not barking and not necessarily being super playful and being silly all the time and stuff sorry do you mean horses are not so playful oh not dogs dogs horses just another example of pet play which is a part of that dogs are not Um, so playful they are, but like some people can get really crazy about it, and like it, I mean, it's preference. I'm I'm I I'm open to everyone doing their stuff and and stuff, but um, it's just not for me. Like playing with dog toys or like mm. uh, being on all, all fours all the time, except when it's within a session, like play a private play thing. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah, you you wouldn't enjoy sitting. And throwing a ball. 
back and forth or like fetch? Not really, no. So in the there's these because there are what I know also these events Bark and Greet? No. Uh Bark and Meet, I think. Bark and Meet? Yeah, I think. And I heard that they sometimes you can have a handler who plays with yeah. you. So yeah, that's another but you you don't have a handler. Though. No, no, I don't. No. no. Okay, you're very independent. Yeah, and I like to stay that way, yeah. Mm. <laughs> we have now come to the part of the podcast where if you are or want to become a Patreon and support the work that we do, as well as get more juicy material, go to patreon.com slash playfulmagazine. And in this extra material, Rubberhund explains all things one needs to know before going to your first pub play event. He speaks about the community at large and what one can expect from it, as well as some things he recommends one should try out when going to any pub or pet play event. Or actually, just whenever in bed, to be honest. Go to patreon.com slash playfulmagazine. Uh, what are some like assumptions that you hear about, like from people about being a puppy that are not true from within the community or outside oh that's an interesting one because i don't talk a lot about it with people who are not into it because if if i do i kind of feel like i have to tiptoe around like me being a pup (laughs) um so i try not to just talk about it but i've heard friends like uh, saying some comments and stuff and like Talk, uh, saying like there's there's clubs in Berlin where people are like crawling on the floors like dogs and, and shit and it's super crazy and it's mostly not very nice comments and very uh surface level like they just see the most extreme stuff and then stigmatize that on everyone and also I mean I think it's the society can be so stick up the ass right yeah. like if people enjoy like having fun in the ways they enjoy having fun and like being connected to their playful sides i mean people are just jealous that they don't they are not fun yeah i feel yeah and it's also like depending on the context you're 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 putting it in mm. because like if i'm for example i was at pride a few weeks ago uh, in berlin and people were so like open about it and like happy like they 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 love the idea of like a happy pop and even people are not involved like parents or kids like they're more interested and and positively interested but if you obviously take a scenario where someone's like crawling in a dungeon that's a completely different story i mean that's like talking about private bedroom stuff and like being in a public space so yeah, there's 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 different worlds that people I think need to see and respect, kind of. Yeah, definitely. What are some ways that you get to do as a puppy that you feel that your other persona or the person you are without the mask are cannot do and is missing out on, kind of? Um, I feel like one big thing for me is like being able to socially do whatever i want like if if i'm a puppy i feel like i'm more allowed to just join a conversation and not say anything <laughs> just mm. join in and listen and sit there um i feel like i can't really do that without being a pup because people expect you to talk like you're human you're joining a conversation why you wanted to talk <laughs> but maybe i just want to listen and i feel like some kind some sometimes that's something I, I, I can do with uh, as a pup way more. Yeah. Yeah. 
right. We've been receiving some questions. Uh-huh. Uh, first one is... Oopla. I'm very interested. <laughs> <laughs> how long can you stand it in a rubber suit and how do you feel about it? Oh, I think the longest I've been in a suit was 18 or 20 hours or something like that. Oof. Which... It's it's okay. It's a lot, but it can definitely be longer technically. But um, it, it at at first it feels sweaty, definitely. <laughs> like you said, I'm sweating a lot. Um, and after some time, it actually gets quite dry, and especially with hair on your on your uh, legs, it can get very twitchy, <laughs> like uh, a bit uncomfortable. But I love it. Like I could wear my if if I could, I would wear my suit all the time. <laughs> oh, wow! You love it. Yeah. Um, can you be a newbie and come to events to kind of try out and see if you fit in and that you are a puppy, or do you have to like go all in at once? Oh no, you can definitely like just put your toes in the water and see if it's something for you. So you can yeah. arrive without a dog mask. I'm not sure. Technically, some events like requires a specific dress code, and it depends which event you're going to. But most of them probably don't require you to have a pub mask. Mm. And there's a lot of pub events which you can like just step into as a non-pub as well if you want. If you're just interested and want to know about it, like for example, at most of the uh, Christopher Street days, there's a lot of puppies you can just walk up to and ask them or, or hang out with them. And uh, Pride as well, or different pub meets where you can just stick to them and just talk to them. Yeah. So definitely. Cool. Okay. How many percentage of your lifestyle is sexual and how many is not? More community, it says. Do you understand? I think they mean like how much of it is sexual and how much of it is just building a character yeah, yeah. I, I got that part i'm just wondering about the lifestyle like are they talking about my general life or my my rubber kink life rubber kink okay mm, i think there's a good portion of it being sexual i mean that's where it started and that's always going to be a part of it um but it grew kind of more social i would say it's like 40 40 60 40 being social, 60 being sexual. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> how long... How, okay, this one uh, is pretty much just the same. So I'm not going to... Uh, <laughs> okay. Okay. How do you connect with others? We were already speaking about this. Uh-huh. But the other question is, how do you find a master or a handler? Oh, that's a difficult topic because there's a lot of ways to do that. And most people probably default to online, which is understandable. And and I get that because you can comfortably like talk without feeling the need to do something at the moment. Um, But I technically could advise everyone to also just go to events and meet people because, yeah, it's nice to look for your specific interests and what you like. But people who are like really living it and and if you are a person like that, you kind of want to want someone to mirror that. So I prefer kind of like meeting people at this point. Yeah, but it's totally understandable to like start online and like just chat with some people. And you can 
also search online for a handler if you're looking for one, I guess. Yeah, technically, yeah. Is what's a platform would FetLife be good for that or Instagram? Yeah, Instagram, Reckon, Twitter. Yeah. Twitter, looking for a handler. Yeah, most people probably put it in their bio anyway if they're like looking for a handler or if they are a handler or if they're single or something. So yeah, people are thirsty. So. <laughs> people are thirsty. Yeah, love it. <laughs> Thank you so 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 much. We are so happy to have you here. Thank you very much. It's been amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row, dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.